Welcome to Hunter's Hub. Uh, this is your host, Fortwan, joined by co-host Morg Daddy. How you doing? I am doing excellent today. It's, it's just wonderful. Uh, and Pan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm all caffeinated up, ready to go. Same here. <laughs> I have a Dr. Pepper, which I haven't drank in years for some reason. But I have a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I think I just had a rocket popsicle, and that's all I've been surviving on. It's just like a little bit of sugar. Mm, I, is that sugar. the like, like the red, white, and blue ones? Like, yes, Morg, it is. Morg, you're Canadian. What are you doing celebrating Fourth of July? I'm not. I'm not celebrating Fourth of July. I mean, like hell, uh, uh, Canada is so unpatriotic. I had to work Canada Day. Mm. Do Do you know when Canada Day is? I always think it's in September, but that's I think actually it's in Mexico's. December. It's three days before yours. Oh, we are so off. Yeah. No oh idea. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> See, nobody cares about Canada. We're, we're I mean, just, you know, apparently. we're just the baby brother nation, the copy, the cookie cutter cutout. Nobody cares. Hey, I will always, fine. always, always say this because I thought it was the most fascinating thing. I don't know if uh, I've said this before, but I love tanks. For whatever reason, I don't like guns. I don't like airplanes. None of that stuff when I was a kid, but I love tanks. And you guys were awesome in World War II, and we wouldn't have won it without your tank warfare. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were pretty good. We were pretty good. <laughs> we, can't even take the compliment without being humble, Morg. Jeez. Next thing you know, we he's going to We were good at Vimy Ridge. I mean, like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know of any other people aside from Canadians that, you know, on Christmas, they're willing to be like, hey, uh, you know, let's just, you know, have a nice day, you know, let's, you know, let's not fight, whatever. And then the bad guys would come over, quote unquote, bad guys would come over and then, you know, everybody would just exchange cigarettes as like Christmas presents or whatever. And they would just hang out for the day. And then they'd be like, okay, well, that was fun. You know, happy (laughs) Christmas or whatever. I just, nobody does that with the bad guy, with the, with the enemies these days. Everybody's like, Oh, bad guy, shoot him. But no, no, we're like, I mean, yeah, everybody's human. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a, there's a lot to that. (laughs) There's a a lot to that. But uh, anyways, we're Mm going to continue on our, uh, um, quest to want games to be better and remake them how we want them. Um, mm-hmm. and we're gonna start with the big one, Pan. So you've been you've been promising this Pokemon talk. Let's let's hear it. Let's let's fix Pokemon. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna fix Pokemon. Okay. Uh, first thing I would do to fix Pokemon. Well, actually, I'm not sure which one would come first. One number one or number two. But number one, I'm gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. The entire thing would be the open world area that's in uh, Sword Shield. Oh, yeah. The entire mm, game yes. would be open world. Okay. Uh, I like that. None of these linear route shit that was like so stupid in uh, Sword and Shield. You know what I'm talking about, Fortuan. Morg, mm-hmm. I forget, Morg, have you played Sword and Shield? Yes, yeah, I, I've actually beaten it, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, number two, at the very beginning of the game, you can, uh, tell Professor Oak or Professor Tree, whoever is, whoever's there, uh, you can tell them, yes, this is my first Pokemon game and I'm a nine-year-old. Or you can tell Professor Tree, I've been playing Pokemon since 1997, can we skip all the tutorial cutscenes, please, for God's sake. Mm. Oh, yes, wouldn't that be lovely? And that would be a viable improvement because, like... 
Not only do they expect a lot of people who play Pokemon to have already played Pokemon just based on their language when they talk about it in interviews and stuff. Um, also, like, their tutorials are... They are cancer. Only, I know. Yeah, they're yeah, terrible. they're absolutely terrible, yeah. And um, so there's that. Uh, number three, I would make the rival a jerk again. Yes. For the last four yes, games. Yes, yes. No, oh, sorry. The last two games, your rival chooses the Pokemon that is weak to what you have. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. I didn't even Sun notice moon, that. Yeah. Yeah, in Sword yeah, and I Shield. I played these and I didn't even notice yeah, it. Yeah, in Sword Shield, Ultra Sun Moon and Sun Moon. So, you know, basically those two are the same game. Uh, your rival chooses the thing that's weak to yours. Yep. Wow. You're right there, I mean, more, you're right there, Photon. <laughs> I didn't. I, I mean, like, okay, so, like, we, we all know how, how, how Fortwan plays Pokemon. I roleplay it, and I go through the story, and then this, the first time ever, Sword and Shield, I did the IVEV training. Okay. Um, and, and so I've, I've played them all, but, like, I did not notice this at all. I didn't, like,. Now, I was okay with um, Sword and Shield's, like, hey, buddy, we're friends. And my, my brother, like, I was okay with that character. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, he's too yeah. nice. I'm like, no, 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 I think it's okay. Like, no. and I, I like like how he wanted to become a professor. But, like, the, I, the, the Sun and Moon dude, I don't even remember anything about them. Hop. Like, okay, so Hop, his, da- his granddad is the, the chief of the, of the starter island. And he wants to be a chief someday. And uh, oh. he is, like, constantly running into you and taking you out for food, which is fine. But you know what? You know what? I hate... God, what is what is even Rival's name in, in Sword Shield? Uh, it's Hop. But, no, no. Hop um, is Sun Moon. Huh? I thought Le- Hop yeah, Le- was in, in uh, Sword and Shield. Uh, here, let me see. Uh, I, I, am, I am super Googling. In sun and... Oh god, you're right. I got him confused. Who the, who the hell is the one from Sun Moon? You're right. Hop is from. Oh, it's How. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't know how I got those confused. <laughs> how did you get it wrong? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Hop. Yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. Hop because when you're fighting him, he'll just constantly stop the fight to talk to you. Oh yeah, he does. There's a lot of dialogue even in, like in the middle of the fight. Yeah, it does happen a lot. Yeah, I hate that. So that, that shit would get cut, unless you're playing, like, baby version, where you're like, you know, oh, I'm seven years old, I never played a Pokemon, let's do this. Oh my goodness, you are totally right. So I'm looking at the, like, the Bulbapedia for how, and, um, yeah, it has, like, if you pick, if player chooses Poplio, it t- chooses Litten. Yeah. If player chooses, uh, they don't have the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowlet. Rowlet. If Rowlet. you choose Rowlet, he gets Poplio, yeah. and if you get Litten, then he gets Rowlet. Yeah, and it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. Anyways, and then he gets a Pichu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That's really. I mean, sad. It, he grows it up because it turns into the the kickass Alola Raichu. It yeah. does. Yeah, Alola Raichu it, it is certainly. one of the best. 
Okay. So, uh, so the whole thing would be open world. Like, I, I think you guys have all seen the, mm-hmm. those gifts of, like, people who have modded Breath of the Wild to look like Pokemon. Oh, boy. Have you guys yeah. seen that? Yeah. Have, okay. Yeah. I, I, my vision is something like that. Um, now, uh, let's see. One of the other things that I would bring in. So, if, if Nintendo intends to keep Gigantamaxing in future games, which they won't because every time they have a new game, there's a new gimmick that gets tossed next generation. But if Gigantamaxing yeah. stays, then uh, Gigantamax needs to be a trait that can be inherited by the Pokemon that you breed. Mm. Like, the only way to get a Gigantamaxable Pokemon is to catch it. You can't, like, breed mm-hmm. that Gigantamax Pokemon to get another one. No. And you just kind of have to and hope it will that it has. be perfect. Be... Yeah, you have to hope yeah. it has good IVs, or you get, like, later on in post game, you can get, like, items that force IVs to be better. Um, okay, what else? Uh, oh, uh, I would have. Some kind of branching story where you can join the equivalent of Team Rocket or whatever. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Okay. I wouldn't ever do it, but okay. Or whatever the the team is. It's not necessarily Team Rocket. No, no, yeah, I I know what you mean. Like, I I don't know. I'm mostly like, hey, I'm the good guys. I don't like playing the bad guys of anything ever. (laughs) So... (laughs) Everybody should have a chance to join the Dark Brotherhood. Or if exactly. they made them more ambiguous. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, mm-hmm. Team Magma and Team Aqua, they just wanted what was best for people. They just had a crazy idea of what was best. Yeah. Terraforming the Earth by either flooding it or yeah. Uh, making, uh, yeah, making massive droughts. Yeah. Um, okay, a couple other things. Oh, oh, yeah, the the other big one that I would want to bring back... Make Pokemon a lot stick a lot more to their native regions, but you can also go to different regions. Mm. Like you can freaking go to Johto, or uh, Hoenn, or Kanto, oh, or Sinnoh. So you're st- stop sprinkling in Gen One everywhere. <laughs> yes, <laughs> put all the goddamn Gen One Pokemon in Kanto, and a few of them in Johto. Leave them there. Yeah. yeah. Um, other things I would change, this is just, like, pure game mechanics things, um, I would, I would change up their event-only Pokemon, because I think it's kind of bullshit, partly because the, I'm short mm-hmm. of, like, four Pokemon for my living decks, and they're all event-only Pokemon, so, um, but this event-only bullshit, it needs to stop, they need to stop distributing Pokemon by, you go to GameStop, and you hope that you're one of the first hundred people to go to the GameStop today and get a ticket for an, an event-only Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They need to stick to purely di- digital distribution events, or like uh, recently they had a raid event where uh, Zera Aura, uh, it's a new Pokemon in the expansion, would spawn, and you could fight it even if you didn't have the expansion. And if if one million Zera Aura were defeated globally uh, within a week's time frame, then everyone everyone who had a Pokemon Home account was like beamed a shiny Zera Aura into their Pokemon bank. Hmm. So like things like that, th- that's cool. Going out to GameStop and finding out that you're like the 102nd person that day to ask for one of their 100 shiny Zera or t- or shiny Miloetta tickets. That feels bad, man. Feels bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh see the problem I have and it's not like 
it's not because of Pokemon and its mechanics and stuff. Like I was like super Pokemon nerd, like early early middle school mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. actually probably through late middle school. But like right about the time I had sort of sort of got like uh, done with Sun and uh, not Sun and Moon, <laughs> no Gold and Silver. Um, I like that's when I found Monster Hunter, and it completely supplanted the game entirely for me. Like, I was like, oh, cool monsters? That's awesome. That's what I liked Pokemon for. Oh, they're cooler, and I can fight them instead of <laughs> instead of this, like, kitty trainer battle stuff? I'm in. But I never really stopped playing Pokemon at the same time. I've played every single one since and beat the main game, but I never, I was never, like, oh, I need that Pokemon stuff, like, right now. Like, when I, you know, I was <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take to get get me back into the game because, like, I mean, I I helped you with your living decks with one of the legendaries, and I don't care that I trade away to legendary. I just don't care. I had my bug team, and I'm done. Like, that's it. I'm not even into the battling. I guess I I don't know. <laughs> I I probably would get back in if I was able to like transfer over my Scyther or my Rayquaza. Or, no, wait, not my Scyther, uh, Scizor, or my Crobat. Like, a lot of the older Pokemon that I really grew up and loved, like, since Gen 2 when I started then. Oh, they got but, I mean, like, Yeah, they did. And same with Nidoking. Like, why can't I have Nidoking? It's not that, it's not that powerful. I mean, like, it's... So, yeah, <sighs> here's another problem I have uh, with the Dexit thing. Um, there, There's a completely wonderful, rational explanation that they can have because they're like, oh, well, we don't want, you know, it, we want to be able to maintain a good competitive scene. So we're only going to allow a few, you know, a few hundred Pokemon at a time in any given game from here on out. Here's a solution to that. All Pokemon are in the game for PVE. But local regulations, it like story-wise, local regulations say that only certain Pokemon are allowed to be used competitively. Mm. There you go, and it's basically like Magic the Gathering. Like some Pokemon rotate yeah. in and out of legality. Ooh, yeah. I do like that. But you know, That's... if if you want to have like a team of six Dark Rise for some god re- goddamn reason, you can have that in the PVE. Mm. Okay. What? I like this. It's it's taking the the um rotation of magic in a better way yeah the, the, when when they when they first introduced the rotation of magic it, it dang near killed the game did you know that like, i did not magic oh I magic no almost died because people were so angry uh, and that happened with their first expansion ice age they said hey <laughs> you're going to, you're going to not be able to play these cards soon and yeah, I, I've known several people who were into magic back in the day um, and then just quit because they're like, no, I am not buying new cards every time because you're telling me to buy new cards. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, could, I could see there being a pushback to what you're saying, but I could see the necessity because it does work so well in magic. Yeah. And I totally get it. We're like, yeah, they have something like 980, I think is the number of Pokemon now. I, I don't know. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's, not it's they have over nine hundred Pokemon, and there's all kinds of weird abilities and uh, pa- like uh, 
move combos. And there's like move combos that were that you could acquire in like Pokemon Emerald that you can't get anymore because there were move tutors in Pokemon Emerald that don't exist anymore. And you can transfer a Pokemon all the way up from like Emerald to Current. Although now yeah. now in uh, Sword Shield, if it if a Pokemon has a move that it can't learn by Sword Shield, the move gets deleted from it when you move it into Sword Shield, which I'm fine with. Okay. I'm fine with that, but like if 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 uh, Game Freak or the Pokemon Company wants to be very concerned about the viability of their competitive scene, then they should just let people have their, you know, people are really salty that they don't get to have Ekans. And by people, I mean Jim Sterling, but I don't <laughs> know if you've seen that well, video. He's got like a 20-minute no. video where he yells about how sad he is that he doesn't get Ekans and that the, the replacement for Ekans is uh, what looks like a combination of a sperm and a turd. Oh my gosh. That is... I was literally watching a Jim Sterling video before we started recording today, so that sounds like him. <laughs> he I mean, was reminiscing You know about the Pokemon I'm talking about, right? No, I actually don't. Silly Cobra. Look at it. Okay. Silly Cobra. All right. All right. Uh-uh. Live reaction. There you go. Oh. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> As Jim Sterling said, I, it looks I like s- a combination of a sperm and a turd. <laughs> and it... It has a crying face, which looks weird. Yeah. I actually kind of love Sandaconda's design. It looks like a ball python. Yeah. I love Sandaconda's design, but I really hate Silicobra. Yeah, Silicobra looks so sad. Yeah. He's just he's just so sad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a lot of people are salty that, like, you know, X-Pokemon is just not available anymore. Like, Morg doesn't get to have his Nidoking. Or my fair alligator, or my dragonite. Ugh. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Oh my god, I'm so salty that uh, that in Pokemon Sword Shield, you know the you know what uh, Hone Edge looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is there no Galar form of Hone Edge? Oh, you know what? That is a good point. But okay, but that's I mean, that, we got it for Meowth. That does not have to do with my Pokemon remake. I'm sorry. Uh, I would have way more regional variants, and I would even backdate it to get like some Johto variants and some Hoenn variants, etc., etc., and even some Kanto variants. Why not? Hmm. So I would have way more regional variants. Those are cool. Um, what are other problems well, I have? Pokemon gets triple his size because he's a Japanese Hornet. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, jeez. No. No! <laughs> yes. Also, Beedrill's one yeah. of my favorite Pokemon. So. Um, <laughs> Beedrill is a cool Pokemon. Uh, yeah. I would also look at, like, all the typings, and I would probably make a... Like, there's probably a few combinations that are just exceedingly rare, and I would intentionally make up Pokemon to be those combinations. Like, Fire Water, I think there's only one or two Fire Water Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that also kind of yeah. makes sense. That's the most clashy type that you can get. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the, the fire-water Pokemon is, like, uh, it's an event-only volcano. 
looking thing. Oh, yeah. So it makes sense. Mm. Um, and I would also... Now, this... this you, you're, I'm going to say this. You're going to be like, Nintendo would never do that. I'd, I'd probably make a Pokemon game aimed more at the older fans. Or at least some of the older fans. Make it more of a middle ground between a game meant for nine-year-olds and uh, a game that, like, the 30-year-olds are playing. And I um I'm not I'm not in the camp that they would never do that. Um I'm in the camp that they would not do that under current management. Oh yeah. Um yeah. but like Breath of the Wild is a mature game. Yes, it is. And I don't Holy mean rated them for mature by the way listeners. I mean a mature g- game that grown-ups don't find condescending. Um I also feel that way about Skyward Sword. Even though I never beat Skyward Sword, it was my favorite Zelda up until... Um, now, Skyward Sword did a lot of hand-holding as far as, like, controls and that kind of stuff. Yep. Like, its story and the the temples and stuff were a lot more complex. Um, yeah. But uh, Breath of the Wild, um, while its temples are far less complex, some of those shrines... Oh, God, like, yeah. They're not... <laughs> like I know. I, okay. I, I did all the shrines, I know. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um I think that that it needs to go through the same sort of aging process that Zelda has been going through because it has been getting more mature over the years. Um with, you know, I don't like I think that even Ocarina of Time was a bit more of a mature game than Link to the Past. And that is, like, and if you think about it, that wasn't too much of a gap. And how far, you know, back was Ocarina of Time? And then, of course, now we have, um, I keep wanting to say Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild. And, of course, Breath of the Wild 2 coming out at some point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, with Pokemon, we've kind of backslid because, like, Black White had a pretty mature story. Oh boy, did it ever! It talked about like a, uh, a a legendary Pokemon that like froze other Pokemon and ate them. It, I was like, "What?" Oh yeah, Giratina. This yeah, Giratina is been... Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was talking about uh, Kyurem. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's also is pretty freaky. We've too. got the only legendary that evolves. Yeah. Well, mm, and technically, I suppose. The uh, larm, larva, larva, larvesta. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Volcarona. Yeah. 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 Um, and but like that was basically the the bad guys. The bad guy team was like a Pokemon rights organization. And it turned out, yeah. like, it turned out that the guy was actually like using that as a front for like his evil designs on the world. But yeah. But and we've like backslid mm-hmm. so hard from that. Now we have like you know yeah. what though. Now we have Pokemon Tony like, Stark. Isn't that the first Pokemon that came out after the whole Peta parody? Did they make fun of Peta? I think they did uh, a bit. I think I that was think so. somewhat. Well, I don't know because you see, Japan doesn't give a crap about the Western audience, and so they would have to actually care about what's going on with the Western audience to know about that and to react to that. Yeah. So I don't think it was that, a reaction. I think now, it's a I fun coincidence. Much to their credit, they have been getting better about that. Um, 
You're right, but... Not not entirely there, yes, but they've been getting getting better. <laughs> um, uh, so, okay, a few other things. So, anyways, I would make up a more mature Pokemon story. I don't know what that would be. I didn't prepare that hard for tonight. And I don't think you guys want to hear my 30 minutes of my Pokemon fan fiction. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Yeah, so I'd make a more mature story. Everything would be open world. Um, less hand-holding. You could hit a button to tell Professor Tree that you've been playing Pokemon for 30 years and you don't need to hear any more about how to throw a Pokeball. Um, yeah. I would fix their god-awful trading system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's still based off of how the link cable worked. Yeah. Dear goodness. Yeah, there's yeah. there there has to be a better way. Uh, even the GTS, the GTS is all right, but it still has its problems. I mean, people can like yeah, you can put in that you will trade something for like a level ten Charizard. You can't get a level ten Charizard. No, because because it, <laughs> so it, it evolves at well, level thirty six. Yeah, so you you can I you mean, can put in for impossible Pokemon. I know you can hack them. I know sure. you can I mean, hack them, Morg. Yeah, <laughs> I want. I, mean, I want my I'm... Game Shark Charizard. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, I'll admit that my Omega Ruby, um, it's got. A, it, I've injected a good number of Pokemon, including like a shiny Ho-Oh that has Regenerator and the move U-Turn, which it's not supposed to have. I think I gave uh, a shiny Nidoking like thousand arrows or whatever, which is supposed to be a Zygarde move for like Gen Seven, but it's in a Gen Six game. But because they uh, they did some data mining or whatever, apparently it was accessible and backwards engineerable into the old game. So I managed to put that in there, and then I also got uh, um, a Gold Steelix that has Bullet Punch, <laughs> which is. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so more Poke Hacker. Yeah, I mean, I mm. I did hack some Pokemon back in the day of uh, Diamond Pearl Platinum as well, but I. I only mm-hmm. thing I did was missing no and duplications. Oh, that's all yeah. I ever did. We all did. I would have loved. I would have loved to have had a Gyarados with Motor Drive because that would have been really hilarious. Like you, and somebody's like, "Oh yeah, I can just hit it with an electric move, uses Thunderbolt on it, and then all of a sudden it just gains like twice as much speed." Everybody's like, "What just ha- happened?" And I'll just be like, "Ha ha ha! Now I'm faster. I'm gonna use Dragon Dance on top of that." And they'll be like, "No!" Or maybe Swords Dance. Yes, Gyarados with Swords Dance. I think it can learn Swords oh, Dance now. Oh, that's terrifying. It. It. I think it can. Yeah. Ooh. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, I would also bring back the berry farming because it's. I don't. I, it might. They might have changed that with the new expansion. I actually don't know. But you know, in older games, you could like just go to like you could just water your berries, and then you could like get shitloads of berries within a couple of days' time. You can't grow berries anymore, mm-hmm. as far as I know, in Sword Shield. No, I didn't no, see anything can't. about it. Yeah, um, and I. You I, can purchase them, and you can like shake them from trees. Yeah. I mean, I prefer the tree shaking, uh, to be honest, because it kind of, uh, it harkens back to Gen 2 when you would have to go walking around and then you'd see a tree and it's like, oh, I can grab a berry from But that. even Gen 2 hit Which, a berry yeah. farm. It did. Really? Yes. Yeah. Or, or are you talking about, like, the, the Gen 4 remake of uh, Gold and Silver, like Heart Gold, Soul Silver? Maybe. I don't, no. I don't recall. I never, I never played the remake. You, you <gasps> had a... 
You had, um, I can't remember it, because, like, I mean, mind you, I was, like, 13. So, like, but I, I remember handing them off to somebody and them giving you more berries or something like oh. that. And, and we're talking, like, Game Boy Color. Like, I remember those graphics doing this. Yeah. Oh, that's so okay. weird, because I, I never knew you could farm berries in Gen 2. Uh, okay, so apparently there are trees vi- throughout Kanto and Johto that you have to go to those trees and water, but you can get extra berries from them. And then in Gen, in Gen 3, after, Gen three up until whatever so, uh, Sun Moon was, there was ways to like plant the berries you have and then just grow shitloads of, berry, of that kind of berry. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm getting mixed up with the Gen 3 game. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because like, yeah, I know that in Gen 3, you were able to plant berries and then water them, and then you'd get a tree, and then you could, like, pick the berries from them. Yeah. But, fun, yeah. fun fact, I've only completed the Pokedex in two games. And it was... What? It was Red and Shield. I Anything in between, I never completed the Pokedex. Oh! <gasps> Well, I'm going to complete my Gen 2 Pokedex because, yeah, I just got Crystal on uh, 3DS and it just automatically gives you a Celebi. Yeah. For Crystal only. But, I mean, uh, for Gold version, I can do... There's a weird glitch that you can do. It's called the Coin Case glitch where yep. if you put, like, specific uh, a specific chain of items in your PC box and then you play a... Uh, no, I think you have to fiddle around with your coin case and then you have to, like, uh, enter into your Pokedex and then you have to play a particular Pokemon's Cry... Apparently, it creates a chain of like uh, a chain of sequence, you know, like a sequence of events or something like that inside like the um, uh, the uh, the coding for the game that makes it go absolutely buggy. And if you do this just right during the bug catching contest uh, with a Pokemon with a certain amount of health, uh, whatever total of health that Pokemon has that you have in your party that is leading the party. That will be the Pokedex number of the Pokemon that will show up in the bug catching contest. Hmm. Yeah. It's really weird, and I love it. Um, that's so I, I, that's some next level bullshit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, so I would uh, I would bring back I would bring back the berry farming. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you. I'm on saying that. this. I, I like that. because I'm really salty because there's berries that raise Pokemon friendship. And there's some Pokemon that don't evolve unless you're friends with them. So if you just... Oh, yeah, like Frozmoth. Yeah. That was... Mm-hmm. To get an EVIV Frozmoth was the probably the hardest challenge I had. Um. Yeah, so... Yeah, and like you can't... Uh, like Clefairy was one I was working on. And you can't breed the, cl- the Clefa you mm-hmm. get because you got to wait for it to turn into a Clefairy. And, you know, in older games, I'd just have a bunch of Kelpsy berries and I could just feed it like 50 Kelpsy berries and be good to go. But now I gotta run around with it with a soothe bell on, and I just drive back and forth on that bridge while I watch TV. Yeah, and that's just boring. Yeah, it is. Um, and I would finally, I would probably overhaul the Pokemon genetics system, and uh, mm. I'd probably also make the make it make sense. I'd also probably make the regional variants inherited. Although there are ways to to make the regional oh. variants inherited already. 
Okay. If you have, Just yeah, if you have like an Alola anyways. Vulpix breeding with a Ditto or a Red Vulpix, uh, and you have the Alola Vulpix hold an Everstone, the babies will be white Vulpix. Alola. Okay. Yeah, I just got tired right. of saying Alola. So, those are the changes I would make to Pokemon. Oh, yeah, and I would reverse Dexit, of course, in some manner. Like I said before, the, the whole, any Pokemon can be used in PvE, but only the Pokemon they want you to use be used in PvP. And none of which of those are legendaries, because fuck putting legendaries in PvP, and I hate people who do it. Mm. You I, know what uh, would be really cool? What? Hybridized Also Pokemon. that. I thought about that, but we have the abominations that are the fossil Pokemon in Sword and Shield, so... Eh. Well, I mean, they could be cool. I mean, like, I would have loved to have seen what would happen if I was able to breed my Beedrill with my Scyther and then get, like, a hybrid between the two. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's that, there's, there's various websites that will just mash the artwork together, and some of them turn, some of them look really stupid, and some of them look pretty fun. Yeah, Squirtle and Nidoqueen is probably one of the weirdest ones. Uh, what was it Squirt Queen, I think. Yeah, Squirt oh. Queen. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it <was> nasty. <laughs> okay. All right. Morg. All right. <laughs> no, it was a legit one. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Pokemon Fusion, that's uh, it. Um, I was going to say, uh, I was, uh, so I've been getting, like, I, I was talking a little bit before the show, I've been getting a lot into, like, a, a natural history stuff, doing some research for my next article, uh, and I figured out, or, or I learned that, um, one of the Pokemon, I can't remember which one, um, that is the mashup, it's the one that, it's upside down-ish, uh, it's, like, upside down, like, the head is upside down or something, when you mix the two together, you know what I'm talking about, like, the big fish head that looks like a... Um, oh yes, I do. I know what you're talking about now. Oh, Dracovish. It's yeah, the Draco Dracovish. That is an actual fossil, uh, not that it was a real creature, but it was like um, it was a fossil they had found of another animal inside of another animal. So like, it was an actual representation of a real thing that Pokemon mashup. Um, I can't remember what those were. I just, I remember learning that and, uh, it's just, it's just, um, I, why, why squirt queen in the chat? Just, just, just anyway. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, like it was an actual, like, uh, it was an actual thing. Um, I just. I was blown away by that when I was watching that video. Yeah, it's the one with the tail upside down, I think. The one all the way on the right? Yes. The one in the middle right. Oh, okay. Sorry. I see. So it has like a Stegosaurus-ish tail yeah. with the fish on the head. On Yeah. Someone had made a legit error on a fossil and put <clears throat> its head on its tail. And it's a reference to that old mistake. That's uh, hilarious. Like where they used to think iguanodons had 
their Oh god, I've been putting these pictures in the wrong nose. channel. Oh, where they used to have their thumb in their horn like they used to have, they used to think that the thumb was actually like yes. the horn on the tip of their head. Yeah, I remember that. I uh oh oh, plesiosaur. Oh, no. They did that to plesiosaur, didn't they? Uh it was a type of plesiosaur, I think they Yeah, said. I think yeah. there was a plesiosaur where they stuck uh, the head on the wrong end cuz they assumed it was a big long yeah. tail. Oh, yes. Elasmosaur. Yes, I know that one. Yeah. That one's a cool one. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's it's my favorite non-dinosaur in that time. Is Elasmosaur. So yeah. Yeah, like I just I don't know. I thought that was cool. And I, I like how Pokémon does that sometimes. Like the, like the fact that this like just monster of a Pokemon that is literally just two things mashed together is an actual reference to an actual fossil. Like, oh, I, I love that. Yes, I remember now. Yeah, this was a big thing. It was between Cope and Marsh. Mm-hmm. Where Cope claimed it had a long tail and Marsh was like, nah, dude, it's got a long neck. And, like, neither of them wanted to back down. Yeah. Yeah. More, yeah, for we we should sometimes just nerd out about like the the dinosaur wars. <laughs> we should. I'm so sad they canceled that movie. Did you know that no. there was going to be a movie that starred Steve Carell that was Cope and Marsh? Oh my god! And it was supposed to be a comedy. Oh my god! Um, oh, I would have watched the hell oh, out of so... that. <laughs> that I think been it was supposed to be absolutely wild. I think it was supposed to be Will Ferrell and uh, Steve Carell. Oh I my god! That would have be. been wonderful. I know. Like, I heard about this back in 2012, and it just, like, obviously nothing came of it, but, oh, jeez. You know, I wish that's what would happen to the Monster Hunter movie, but here we fucking are. <laughs> yeah, there's no redemption uh, for that movie. I mean, we already know it's bad, and it's not even out yet. The only good thing it could save this is Tony Jaw, and I don't have a lot of hope for that. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, is that, is that all we had about refocusing Pokemon? Um, I am pretty good. Um, yeah, I am, uh, I'm good. Uh, okay. The, I, I have, those are all the things I would remake about Pokemon. Now, yeah, I, I have one thing that I would like, but it's, it's very arbitrary and it wouldn't ever happen. Oh. And it's also predictable coming from me. I'd like to see more ecology put into these. A lot oh, more yeah. Thought put into how they think and feel and live and breathe. Oh, yeah. Like, that's I see it. a lot more of that, like, yeah, um, like Magikarp just like mass getting eaten by more, everything else in the ocean. What did Pokemon eat? Because, like, they all seem Yeah, that would definitely be something sense. that would like, happen. Yeah, and I'm just, um, I'd like to see more of that. Like, bye bye, four more of the Pokemon to Pokemon interaction. Oh no! Uh, so I'm gonna type down. Okay. Trainers. You cut out. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying ecology. Okay. Good. We're good. We're good. Ecology. Yeah, my internet sucks. Apparently. <laughs> the gods give. The, okay, the universe Lord. gives and the universe takes. It gave you air conditioning, but it took away your internet. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's it's been it's been rough. Like I I, uh, I got into Path of Exile and the thing keeps kicking me out. Like I want to try to get into this game, and it's like the universe is like, no, you're not allowed to play Path of Exile. Trust, stop trying, Fortwan. Just no, you suck and I'm you sorry. can't play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have invaded the personality of your uh, your internet, and it's like, no, you don't <laughs> want to play this game. Morgan but, says it sucks. 
But no, I can play Paladins all night and I'd be uninterrupted on my Switch. No. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, geez. Um, so, Morg, what did, you, what did you have to remake or talk about tonight? Mine's very brief, I feel. Well, I've got a couple, but I mean, yeah, I actually have to agree with the Pokemon thing, but also to add on to it, onto the three, onto the free world concept of it, I would like to actually see it, so then that way you could fight whatever gyms you wanted, but like in oh, any that order yes. that you would like, and that they would scale up based upon how many, uh, how, okay. like how much progression yes. you've made. That'd be so, really cool. Like how they did they in um scaling. in the uh, God, there was a there was a limited anime they did that was basically a reimagining of the Pokemon manga, not the the anime series. And yeah, and when Red goes to oh, when he goes to Brock, that thing was amazing. Yeah, it was. When Red goes to Brock, Brock is like, "Ah, I see you're a beginner trainer. Well, in that case, I'll just get my lowest level Geodude and my Onix." And he like puts a bunch of Pokeballs yeah, away and just yeah. grabs two. Pokemon Origins. Yeah. That's the yep. name of it. Yeah, Origins. That was, was a good amazing. anime. Yep. Holy so yeah, cow. it was only four episodes, but it was so it good. Was. And if yeah. you guys like that one, I would recommend Pokemon Generations, where it actually like takes like sequences out of like all the different games all across all the generations. Well, at least most of the best ones, and actually gives them really high quality animation. It's really, really well done. I love it. I will look into that. Like hmm. it even shows, yeah. Like it even shows like the sequence where Blue goes and just runs through all the Elite Four. Um there's, like, one where uh, the bad guy's, like, Team Plasma. I think it was in Black and White 2 where they take the gene splicers from uh, uh, Drayden um, and it freezes the city. Um, yeah, there's a bunch in there. Anyways. Um, <sighs> oh, boy. Uh, as far as games that should have a remake. And what you would do for uh, how you, The big part well, is the, you would want to do it. How you would want to do it. How like, I would want to do it? Oh, yeah, good gravy. Point. Um... Well, definitely Anthem is is a game that definitely needs a a bit of a change up. It needs uh, it needs better servers. It needs it needs, it needs it to actually needs learn from their mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> it actually... just needs everything that it was missing. Like everything that we had anticipated it to be, it it failed on that ground. Um, I mean, the concept was kind of cool, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe the game was just rushed a little too much, and then they were forced to, like, just push out the game before its time. Um, that sounds like EA. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm sure that that was a factor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What, uh, there, yeah. Uh, where do I even begin with, with Anthem? Uh, better servers... Um, more stuff to actually do in the game, better, uh, like, better bad guys, uh, better characters all around, better story, um, Jesus, the, the, the whole game is a mess, um, <laughs> the gameplay, I, like, the concept of the gameplay was not bad, um, it was a bit lacking in certain areas, and I think it, they needed maybe more suits, um, yeah, 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 there was, the graphics so let me ask were fine, you this. but yeah. So, there's, so you got, like, a, there's a laundry list of problems with, with Anthem, obviously, because that, I mean. Yeah, it's, like, the it's, cons just so far outweigh the pros, like, it, I feel really bad having bought that game at $80 when it came out, and now it's, like, Mark. five. 
Borg. I really fucked up big time <laughs> on Jeez, that. I dude. never trust EA to make a good game ever I, again. Did you Biggest see what I said? I ever made. Did you see what I said earlier, Morg? It's like, I was super excited for it when I saw the trailer. And I'm watching the trailer like, this looks awesome. And at the end, it goes, EA, all all hype, 0%, never touch the game, glad I never did. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> immediately, my hype, my hype fell immediately off the very first, like, within minutes of me seeing that trailer. I'm like, nope, it's EA. They're going to kill it. <sighs> it's going to be bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't that, just thinking about that. It, it, it just, ah, oh, I am so sad. I am so sad. Uh, you know, at least, I don't at like least the cyberpunk. Harp- it's going to be good. At least cyberpunk will be good. I don't like to hype uh, a harp. Sorry. Harp on, on people who like the sports video games. All right. Oh, the, I don't like, because you know what? If they like it, cool. But I mean, you are actively funding the worst freaking game company. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, it's the oh, same game. They're alive. Over, and over again. It's literally the same even... game over and over again, where all they do is they change up the well, players and the stats of the players, and it, they just sell the same game. Obviously, it's going again. to work. It's going to work for them. That's fine. I don't, again, I'm not going to harp on the fact that the sports games are there. I just hate that the sports games end up funding all these stupid failed projects they never really care to try because it didn't make enough money. In quotations. Yeah. Yeah. There was, <laughs> it's like, yeah. There, and that's another thing about EA is that they, there are all these canceled projects of like games that have potential, but then the ones that they release, they just absolutely just trip over their own shoelaces every single I time. Mean, we've talked about this, like with, we were talking about the Sim games. We were talking about like RTS games. This also came up with EA. Like mm. EA, pour one out for EA, the Sims I, franchise. I, oh, here's an oh idea for gosh. a remake like, or a remaster. Like How about the entire the launch, EA the, franchise, the, 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 the whole company of, of yeah, studios the- shut down by EA because you know they thought they could make a profit, and then yeah, and the way they wanted so, to make a profit and just here's what you do: understand that certain games, Any given and certain EA genres, game. you have to curb your expectations. You just, uh, Pretty you just much, have yeah. antitrust laws like, to break up the monopoly like, that EA has on sports games. You can't expect that's everything to always be a winner all work. the time. Yes. Like you can't. Um, it doesn't work that way. And then you just hand off all. You just auction off EA's licenses. And then when they do build. Smaller studios. Then when they do build an audience, like let's say with uh, Dead Space, then they just like the shit out of it, throw in ten billion microtransactions, and say here's the new greatest thing. Actually, you know what? I know of one thing that could use a remake or a remaster. EA Uh, as a whole, just the whole company, remaster EA. Everybody asks for police reform. I ask for like EA to reform. Like just we're not going the there. We're not going there from scratch. We're not starting this. Yeah, dismantle EA and then have it work its way back up again as a company. Because that then they would they would be so much better. Then we might develop some trust. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh. At least there's Cyberpunk 2077 that's going to come out. I cannot wait to be able to customize my character so fully. Oh, so thoroughly. It's it's going to be lovely. 
You know what I'm talking about, right, Pan? No, I'm sorry. I, I, I zoned out there for a second because I was trying to look up this old slogan that EA used to have on all their games where it's like, we are electronics to artists. We are the innovators of the future. And this was back in like the mid-90s. Ah. Uh, oh, We are the man. electronic artists. Because mm. <laughs> that's what EA used to stand for. EA. Okay, now what did you say before I zoned that's out there? She... Oh, I was saying that, yeah. Oh, um, uh, you know what I'm talking about when I uh, oh, say that uh, I'm going to be able to customize my character very thoroughly in oh, Cyberpunk 2077? Oh, God. You mean the gender slider? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, man. I don't... Yeah, everybody's been going We lost Fortwan, by dong. the way. Look in uh, the pod chat. Yes. Yep. Okay, well, um, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We can, we can hold this up. We can hold up the the chat without him let's go but yeah um okay yeah honestly that does not surprise me given like a lot of the sort of evil cyberpunk future because Mm -hmm. in the in the old in the cyberpunk pen and paper rpg like you can get you can get all kinds of weird implants for any kind of stat bonus you want like you can get your skin like sewn in with carbon fiber oh wow that is so cool it would make sense for a futuristic setting, especially given, like, you know, like, given what we can do today on the operating table, I would not be surprised if people could just, you know, uh, just modify their bodies oh, yeah. however they like, just as easily as we would be able to just dye our hair or change, you know, our clothes and stuff like that. The the, the range of custom customization yeah. for, peop- for just people, yeah. you know, in the future is, like, such a scary, awesome idea. Um, in, uh... In the cyberpunk role-playing game, the uh, listeners, when I say cyberpunk role-playing game, I'm talking about this pen and paper RPG that was that came out in like the 80s, and it is what the cyberpunk 2020 is based off of. Um, but in the cyberpunk role-playing game, you have a stat that's your, I think it's humanity, and it's based off of your charisma. Mm-hmm. And basically, the more implants you have, the less humanity you have. And if your humanity hits zero, you become a cyber psycho. Uh, and that is basically, you have a mental breakdown and you become like a, hu- life means nothing, uh, humans are just I- idiot meatbags and you become HK-47 and kill people. Oh, wow. Well, I suppose, you know, that does make sense because, um, you know, uh, <laughs> once you start becoming yes. less human, you, yeah, you don't really associate. Like Dr. Manhattan. As, you go Dr. Manhattan you know, on their yeah, asses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you do, you remember that very first the blue wang? As we we're talking it. about Cyberpunk 2020 <laughs> now. I, I I got that. I, I've been in a little while, and I was I came in at like. Could you imagine all the implants? And I oh, was like, you've been here a while. Very. Yeah, oh. I was like, <laughs> well, more. Uh, if you recall the that very first sort of teaser we had, where like they have that music, and that lady has like arm like blades coming out of her arms. Okay. Yes. I and do then there's that, that scene where these co- this SWAT team jumps out in the cyberpunk oh, in the cyberpunk yeah. role playing game that there's you can like see their their like unit number on one of the badges in the role playing game that mm-hmm. is a that is an assault team that is specifically assembled to deal with people who have gone cyber psycho and they are exclusively made up of mm. individuals who have recovered from who are like former cyber psychos. Oh, interesting! Now, you that's know, cool. I, I if if I get Cyberpunk, it's going to be way later into that game's life. 
I'm just That's okay. That's perfectly fine. I just But it is what I, it is like uh, my husband and I are so hyped for it. <laughs> it's going to be such a good game. It it's one of those things where the setting is the hard sell for me. Like like I'm so like I'm not into punk. I'm not into steampunk. I'm not into cyberpunk. I'm not into space. Like I like my <gasps> sword, sword and board fantasy. I'm sorry, and I'm so stuck That's to okay. it. But like that is perfectly uh, fine. That yeah, and but it does look really cool. All the same, <laughs> oh, I can't it's deny be a great that. Great game. Um, so where did you guys hear me cut? I out? don't know. Cause like I, I was, I was on a I rant. I don't know. I, I saw, I saw <laughs> oh. that I, I happened to see that there was a message in the pod chat and then I was like, Hey, internet is cut out. And I was like, Oh shit. Morg, we lost 420 at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, uh, roughly about three minutes ago, actually. Um, so yeah. Um, well, he, he put his message in pod chat, uh, five minutes ago. So... Yeah, yeah, it must have been roughly around, yeah, th- uh, maybe five or six minutes ago. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I believe we were talking about EA as a whole. Uh, yeah, being, I, it uh, was it was EA and how they, I was talking about how they killed Dead Space and then. <sighs> that's right, I that's got, where you I cut out. On a, and it was a big rant and then I just sort of ended and it was like, oh, I realized that my internet is actually off right now. It's actually like just like dead. The computer is not connected. I'm like, that's why I started. That's (laughs) why I started zoning out and trying to look up the old EA slogan. Um, because you were on a rant. I was like, Oh, he's going to go on a rant for another minute or two. I've got some time to look this up. And then Morg said something. I was like, Oh shit. Morg's talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, no, I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Realize that. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyways, yeah, uh, so Morg, uh, Anthem is, is what you would fix. Um, oh, it's what, definitely. What, my question to you is, assume that we can just hand that off to another studio. Who takes it? Now, that would be pretty awesome. I would tr- probably trust, let me see, uh, let me see if I can remember the name of the company, because I don't want to screw this up. Yeah, Just say the what their name Square. What was the name of it again? Um, what? Hmm. Red Square? No, wait, no, wait, no, what, what was it called? Square Red or something like that? What was it called? Here, wait, mm, give me a second here. My, what game? I'm sorry, guys, I'm going do? senile. Uh, here, let me see. Uh, it is... What game did they do, Mark? No, that's not right. Okay. Oh, yeah, CD Project. Yeah, Red. Now, that would definitely be You could have just said the Cyberpunk or Witcher guys, and I could have told you, yeah, CD Project Red. I got. I asked you that three times. Boy. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting old. I mean, I they're, just put me in the home. Um, they're they're also the same guys behind uh, Gog, which everyone knows I'm a shill for good old games. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're a, they split off from CD Projekt Red, but it's the same company. I think they're a parent company. I think that did it. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, it's the same people and. Yeah, CD Projekt Red would be an amazing studio, but then again, they have another Witcher in the works, I think, on 
top of mm-hmm. on top of Cyberpunk. So that might be a little yeah. busy. Yeah, they definitely would be. Uh, I would, but I could, I could see yeah. you handing it off to them as as a good. Yeah, and obviously we're not taking into account their workload. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know like that many companies that I would trust to be able to put out a, a decent game these days. It's kind of hard because everybody is kind of hit and miss right now. Um, but um, no, I mean, like, yeah, we've we've seen a good couple of bangers that have been pretty awesome. Like, uh, Capcom has had a redemption, um, a redemption. Se- uh, what what is the word I'm looking for? Somebody coined the term to me. Uh, the gosh, redeem quote. Four to one. It's not quite that. Uh, redemption arc. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's what they had. They had a redemption arc with uh, Resident Evil 2, Monster Hunter, and then uh, I think it was God I, of War, right? They, they, it's, <laughs> I still don't like no. Capcom as a whole. I don't. Um, but the Monster Hunter team has always been sort of separate and insulated because of nepotism. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. yes. Um, um. Resident Evil, yeah, it, it's had a comeback with with seven and then two remake. The comeback did start with Resident Evil Seven. Um, of course, you know World was also huge for Capcom, but they still have yet to redeem themselves with Street Fighter. Um, they've still, um, which you know, arguably was their biggest thing before Monster Hunter took that crown. Um, which arguably mm-hmm. Monster Hunter took that crown years ago just for Japan and not outside of Japan. Um, yeah. Cause like the moment when you talk about the whole, you know, the, what, what are the, the gross domestic product of Japan decreased on the monster hunter release date in 2009. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh wow. You're like, okay, that's a serious deal guys. Like, <laughs> wait, so many people took off work. It affected the economy. Like visibly, okay, yeah, and, that's a big deal. And the deal. only company that takes uh, <laughs> that takes its like presence at work more seriously than America. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's that's um. It, it, I don't I don't know where to sit with Capcom. They've made a couple games that I love, like uh, Beautiful Joe. Um, I love Beautiful Joe, but I don't think we're going to see another. I one think. Of those. Well, Capcom um, itself just doesn't have, like, I don't think that Capcom has, like, the overarching vision as a company that sub- that other companies do. No. So that's why you can't make, like, sweeping statements no. about them. Mm-hmm. I think they're so com- compartmentalized for their different properties that what yeah. you can say something about one of them that doesn't really apply to the other. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's why... Um, you know, that's why Monster Hunter was trucking along and doing well all this time. Well enough, at least, right? And it wasn't, I mean, if it wasn't for that franchise, they, they were, you know, we were talking about Capcom selling out for how long? Like, a good six years? People were, like, actively, like, Capcom's gonna go under. Like, and it wasn't, like, it wasn't just opinions. It was, like, based on their actual sales and their actual, like, stock results and stuff it was just the only thing keeping them going for a long time was monster okay. they were failing yeah. on everything else and it was just it was always so funny because like um to me because like as a big monster hunter fan and it's like but you could also do better if you just sold it in the united states too on that one franchise 
We're sitting here. <laughs> we want the it's game. Like we're wanting. <laughs> yeah, we're wanting. We're waiting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Capcom is such a weird company, though. I, you know, like I, I hate Street Fighter. I've never, I've never liked playing it. Um, and I actually like a lot of you know fighting games, but like they're they're so hit and miss with me. I, I actually don't like Resident Evil that much, and it's also why I haven't got into Resident Evil Two Remake. I like two. I like four. I just don't think I'm gonna care for it because it's just eh, whatever. It's not my thing. So usually, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't, it's weird. I also got distracted by um, the interview in the late '80s of EA here. That yeah, everyone looks super eighties in that picture. Oh yeah, with their yeah. Um, but yeah, if you their... read that article, like they they are just so mm-hmm. optimistic and hopeful and like, nah, we have a vision and we we want to make people cry with our video games. We want to like evoke emotion. To the moon is still the only game that's made me do that. But uh, yeah, <sighs> that is well, not them. Well, I mean, like, everybody in that picture was, like, gone from EA by, like, the mid-90s. Yeah, that's true. Also, one of them has a spiked glove. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, fun fact. I believe the lady with the red shirt that's kind of in the middle to the right, Mm -hmm. she she was the designer behind Mule, which Mm. which was, like, one of the most intense, like, resource management games ever. Like, to this day, it holds up. It's so deep. Mm. That sounds stressful. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just so detailed. It's like uh, it's like a paradox game, but it was made in, like, the 80s. Uh, hmm. But, yeah, she yeah she's kind of got a tragic story. Backstory. Uh-oh. This, this sounds like it could go a bad way. Um, I don't want to get my... I'm ready. I, I don't want to get my, my facts wrong, so I'm looking it up here. One second. Okay, the game was M-U-L-E, not Mule, but... Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Danielle Buntenberry. Uh, she... Making sure I got this correct. Yeah, she uh, was a trans woman in the 80s, which that's already, like, pretty rough. And working in Silicon Valley in mm. the 80s. And later 90s. Oh, so she's already made the transition there. That's that's interesting. Because that, or was she a trans to? No, a guy? she I don't know. she uh, male to female. Okay, oh, yeah, because like that straight up, yeah. she straight up looks like a girl to me. Like that's that's a girl in that picture. Like, okay, here, wait. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and that's not a good place to be in in that time for sure. Here, wait. How do you spell her name? I just linked it. I just linked uh, you. D- d- yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Here, let's take a look. See. Yeah, she doesn't look that bad. She's got good bone oh, wait, structure. I, I don't. I don't think. But yeah, she uh she died of she died of lung cancer um at like the height uh. of like when her games were starting to get recognized and like get widespread uh appeal. Hmm. Seven yeah, cities and she yeah she was working on like a mat yeah, she was working okay. on basically a proto MMO version of MULE. Hmm. Oh man. Awesome. 
I'm glad that we got to know her. So, anywho, yeah, EA is the have, EA of yesterday is not the EA of today. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Um, so uh, I I talked about um, my game that I want remade or redone or redone. Re, uh, it, it can't happen because it, it it died with a claim, which and I talked about it a little bit it was Primal Rage. Um, Primal Rage is a fighting game where you play these uh, dinosaur gods, literal literal gods that fought for domination over a continent that's shaped like a T-Rex skull. Um, and most people uh, who have played it remember it from arcades and Sega Saturn and stuff. I played it on the SNES, which actually wasn't um, censored, <laughs> even though Mortal Kombat was censored at the time. Yeah, I, w- I wonder what, what um, about this game f- appealed to Fort Juan. I um, mean, the dinosaurs, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, but it's also, I think it could be done, uh, again, really well as a really good fighting game also. Um, and I would say uh, the people that um, do like Skullgirls could do it really well. Or I could even sing, if you wanted a good story in it, put Netherrealm on this game. Like, freaking amazing story that Mortal Kombat is. <clears throat> but um, I'd like to see uh, and it's simple, right? There was only seven fighters. I'd like to see more fighters. I'd like to see um, more of a robust and um, modern combo system. Uh, they did have like hit stun and that kind of stuff that allowed for combos but they were uh, execution wise extremely difficult. Uh, even going back and playing as an adult, it was pretty, pretty bad to pull off. Uh, they also had fatalities like uh, Mortal Kombat did. Um, the fatalities were super, I don't know, simple, I would say. Not that, you know, Mortal Kombat 1 fatalities were the spectacles that they are today. But it was like, the execution of them looked like the game glitched. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe some polish on that um stuff like that um I, and i i really always just enjoyed the game i would like to see in general more dinosaurs in games it's very rare for us to see that kind of setting and that kind of thing i mean how how many years did we endure the modern first person shooter craze <laughs> and the triple a industry and stuff like that like um, and fighting games, I think in general are doing rather well, um, although they may be taking a hit here soon. Um, but for um, we said we weren't going to talk like, about I, that. We're I, not going to talk about it. I, I, that's all that, that's all I was yeah. going to say. That's all I was going to say. Um, aside from smash brothers, which seems to do gangbusters all the time, especially with, uh, Min Min just coming out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'd like to see someone like Netherrealm pick up this game and really do it some justice. And, you know, cause like the characters in that game is, are just freaking awesome. Oh, also, and you can recover health in a fighting game. Th- that's one of the few things I've yet to see in a fighting game, uh, to a large extent. Like you could get, mm. I think it was like 20 or 30% of your life back. And it was actually kind of funny. It, now it may not go over well in today's modern climate because you were, these gods that were worshipped by um, these tiny people that were like a 20th of your size. 
and they would come up into the middle of the arena and start bowing to you. And if you did a button combination correctly, you would bend down and eat them for health. So they were like sacrifices. I mean, you can do that in black, white, and black and white. That's awesome. That's the point of that game. Oh yeah, I never played black and white. Yeah. I never. Yeah, in black and white, you are a god, and uh, you have like these islanders who worship you, and that's the point of the game. And you have to be like their deity and Mm. like mind their civilization for them. And you can like you can like create an avatar at some point that's like literally it's like an anthropomorphic animal. You can have like a giant cow or a giant tiger, etc., etc. And your avatar can and will eat people, Mm. especially the tiger. (laughs) Nice. Um, well, this is not too dissimilar, except it's more like your protector and the fact that you're like uh, the male lion who only just fights other male lions. <laughs> you're only just fighting the other gods for territory. You're not really keeping their civilization up to date or in check. It's just because it, it is just a fighting game. Um, but like, there's some really cool monster designs in there, like Armadon. Armadon is like take every armored herbivore dinosaur ever and stick him into one <laughs> he's a bipedal ankylos- he's a bipedal ankylosaur with a with uh, thagomizers instead of a club and um a styracosaurus head like he's he's just insane and he could throw his thagomizers like oh spikes. my god that's just, cool like, throw them it was badass um, do you had vertigo do we, who was the do, snake do, goddess do, which do our, by the way know what a thagomizer is i mean i know what that is uh, sorry, listeners. If you don't know what a thagomizer is, it is the tail spikes on. That's a literally the word for them. That, yep, yep, that's literally it. Um, you had Vertigo, who I'm not. I'm going to spoil it a little it's bit, okay. Dan, for you. Vertigo is going to be in my my uh, yay um, Yawanti of Limora as as one of the minor gods. I'm interested. Like. Because she is a snake. She's a cobra. Uh, she's a bipedal cobra dinosaur with a... What, what would you describe the tail as, Morg? Not a scorpion, but a barbed tail, maybe? Yeah, it would be a barbed tail, for sure. What's the name of this yeah. game? I'm going to try so to look her up tail, her picture. Uh, Primal Rage. Uh, if you just look up... Yeah, Primal Rage Vertigo. She's freaking awesome. Uh, Ooh, that looks neat. It's like a velociraptor snake. Yes. Oh my god, it looks like um, um it looks like Lagiacris. Yes. Yeah, kind and there's of, there's yeah. there's some there's some really good fan art uh out there. Yeah, that the the one you just Yeah, that's the one here. I saw. That's the one that looks like um, Lagiacris. Yes. Um and she's awesome. She's also the goddess of evil. Um, <laughs> so there's that um but like yeah there it was so cool to have all these like insanely cool like monster designs that you don't see that a lot in fighting games you mo- mostly uh, fighting games are like hey here's this cool looking dude or growl or like they're they're all like humanoids for the most part i think killer instinct is the one that really gets into some fantasy stuff like uh with I don't remember their names a lot. Fulgore and the robot, and um, I don't remember the, the Saber Wolf was one. Saber uh, Wolf, Riptor. Riptor, yeah. So you get you get some fantasy stuff in Killer Instinct, which, by the way, Killer Instinct I love. I love watching that game. I can't play it, um, but I love watching it. Um, 
yeah, it's such a hard as balls game to play, but it's so good. So I want to see, I want to see a modern treatment of this game and add some of the stuff that we didn't get to see. There was actually a sequel to this game on arcades that we didn't get uh, on consoles. Um, unfortunately, the sequel made everyone humans, and they like for a special move they turned into their dinosaur forms. Uh, I saw some gameplay of it. Not a fan of that. Wouldn't do that. Keep them in their dinosaur forms. Okay. I don't care about mm-hmm. the humanoid forms. <laughs> like, um, but they added in a saber tooth cat and a, um, there was a second one, another mammalian one. Cause they, they had two mammalian ones in the base game, which was chaos and uh, blizzard, which were two monkeys, um, which also appeared in the Giralon ecologies. I did because they were, uh, chaos and, Gearlon were giant monkeys, so I made them into Gearlons. Um, so yeah, like I just I don't know. I love the game for the ideas that were in it, as far as like monster design and that kind of stuff. The story is really, really simple, really simple. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I would want a better story in it, obviously. Um, and I think that's something that Nether Realm could handle easily uh, because they do such a great job with Mortal Kombat. And without abandoning any of the crazy shitball ideas they did, like Armageddon. Armageddon actually happened, it is canon, and they went with it, and now they have an amazing story in uh, MK11. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just insane what they can do with this stuff. So yeah, that's that. Yeah. I, like I said, it was probably going to be a little short with the one I did, because it's really simple. Um, but I just, you know, I, just, I, I want this game. I want um, any game with that character model not- in it. With yes. Vertigo? I want any yeah. game with that in it. I don't care what it is. I want that thing. Did you see Armadon yet? No, no. I was, uh, no. Here, uh, Armadon is so awesome. Oh, here's the same artist doing Armadon. Um, Armadon, I think, is literally like a, a just like a fantasy, like dinosaurs, all of them put Oh, them yeah. Together. This looks like a 10-year-old like, combined every dinosaur that wasn't T-Rex. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, there you go. And he rolls up into a ball and spins at you. Of like course Kano. he does. Like, <laughs> um, but they had Vertigo, who's like the quintessential raptor. Not Vertigo, sorry. Talon, who's a quintessential raptor. You got Sauron, uh, which, I mean, sounds like the Dark Lord, but he is literally the primal like rage god of hunger. Um and I have, in some way, and every opportunity, put these things in my ecologies. There's two T-Rex-looking ones. Better believe it. They're both in my T-Rex ecologies. Sauron and Diablo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I love this game series. And it's a lot of personal, just I want it back. <laughs> I want something uh, in the same vein. And in the same vein, I'd also want the same treatment to Bushido Blade, but I won't go into that. As much as I did in Primal Rage. Well, I was going to say, we already went on about Bushido Blade once. (laughs) I know. I know. I still love it. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, Do you guys, would you guys like to cover the Monster Hunter stuff real quick? Or are we going to call it? You guys can go ahead and cover it. I will sit and listen and nod and laugh at your jokes. I okay. will be so fast with this. There's I don't a believe lot that you. is going on right now. But go for it. Okay. No, 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 Morg. No. <clears throat> before before you get started, yes. let, let's get let's get the quick things out of the way. Okay. Coming up, Alatrion is coming out. Yep. Awesome. Alatrion looks really good. 
Also, entirely reskinned Safi Jiba. We're not lying. Like, did you see the trailer? It's the same yeah. intro. Entirely. I'm, I'm over Safi Jiba now. It's the same, I it's the all same my, arena, yeah. I, I've deleted all my Safi Jiba weapons. I don't care. It's fine. Um, I will come back and play for Alatrion. Um, not, he's not my favorite. I would have rathered Fatalis still. Um, mm-hmm. Alatrion is fine. He's a cool monster. It is one of the very few monsters that is multi-elemented. Um, you know, we've only seen that one other time, and it was in this generation with Namiele. So, having a dragon of lightning, fire, dragon, <laughs> ice, <laughs> and water. It's got water and element water. now this time. Yeah, I saw some memes about this about yep. how Latrion had become the Avatar or something. Yeah, yeah. he's basically he basically is the Avatar of Elder Dragons. Yes. Um, uh, so that's like super exciting, and the other part is they like surprise announced a variation of Barrieth. Um, yeah, I saw that. Barrieth. I saw some images of that. Yes, I was confused as to what yeah, was cool really about cool. this because I thought Barrieth was already a snow saber toothed tiger dragon. Um, they this made is, him. Yeah. They made they beefed okay, him up okay. essentially. Is yeah, what they did. Like a, yeah, um, okay. Because I saw that image and I was like, why? It, why is that different? He was already a saber toothed snow tiger dragon. Well, he's got a lot more of the fur oh, on okay. the face and that. So visually, he's a lot more feral. Um, he's a lot more dragon-looking in the base oh, okay. version. Okay. There's less fur, and he um, has more control over like ice attacks that'll actually affect the terrain. So you'll actually get stuck in like these big icicle patches or whatever that'll slow you down and stuff like that. It's kind of like um, how Shrieking Legiana got like a buff to its um, area of effect okay. attacks. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's so a lot nastier. They did the same thing with with Legiana when they made Shrieking Legiana. Hey, it's an ice monster that's more ice. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, So, like, those are, I think, they're exciting things. Um, One of the things that... The reason why I'm leading this more is I know you're going to go into extreme detail on all of these things. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to try and trim the fat on this one and make Um, it as simple as possible. So I'm hopefully hopefully trimming some of the fat for you. Oh, no, no, you're um, helping actually quite a lot. Like, the fact that, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the other big thing is they actually announced that they're going to do another monster. The last one we knew about was Elatrion, right? Mm-hmm. And then we got the yep. surprise Barrieth. We have another... And let, me, let me step on my soapbox a little bit. Another returning monster, which is, again, stop doing that. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just... I don't. We don't know what the returning monster is. I don't. I'm not. I'm going to be happy if it's two things, right? If it's Cut Q mm-hmm. or it's Pleasieth. Anything else? Fuck it. I don't care. Um, maybe Kazoo. I'd be okay with. But like anything else, it's just like, why? Like no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I really hope it's Cut Q and not Pleasieth. Pleasieth because Pleasieth can go die in a fire. Yeah, Pleasioth is a painful, painful fight. I am on record. Pleasioth is my third favorite monster. It's fine. Fourth one, I didn't I didn't <laughs> know you were such a masochist. Uh so the whole reason why I like Diablos is because I'm a masochist with Monster Hunter. Because no one would play him. So he became this mythical monster that I could never beat. Because no one would play him. So in here's general. the thing: I I, I don't like mind the- fighting Diablos. Like he is tough and he will kick your ass. 
But I just hate all the stuns that Plesioth has. That fucking hip check. Yeah. Yeah, well, the hip check is absolutely broken. <laughs> now, over the years, the hip check got fixed, right? And then, a little and bit. At that, at that point, I was just like, just learn how to dodge it. <laughs> like, it's way fixed. Yeah, the Gen yeah. 1 and Gen 2 ones were terrible. But you get into uh, the Gen 3 Ultimate, and that one was a lot better. Now, granted, Pan, I think you played it in 3 Ultimate. So it was still yeah, bad. Yeah, I thought it was absolute cancer in 3 Ultimate. Oh, it's been yeah. worse. It's been way yeah, worse. Yeah, it's been way worse. <laughs> <laughs> you could get yeah. tail swiped and like from like where like the head would come around. I'm like, what is yeah. this? Yeah, you yeah the tip, but yeah, not not to harp on Pan for not liking please yet. It's fine. Uh, I but I would want to see something like that come back. For, like I don't know what else they could bring back that would be any impact. Like what what could it be, Morg? That 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 we would. As oh. as fans care, maybe if it's maybe if it is Fatalis, right? Maybe if yeah. they do pull that one out of the bag. Um, but I, I would like I'd like for them to go weird, like um, yeah, Hypnocatrice, Hypnocatrice, oh, hip- or something like that. Hypnocatrice, yeah, yeah. Hypnocatrice was like definitely one of my favorites, like just for how weird it was, like especially with like the jumping kicks that it would do where it would do, like, three of them in rapid succession, and it could, like, turn, like, almost a full 180. Even if you were trying to roll out of the way of the attacks, you'd still have to keep rolling. Um, the the sleep... Oh, what an obnoxious monster. But it was really, so, really fun to fight with Greatsword. So imagine this, Pan. It's a cutku that's a Thanksgiving turkey with feathers. And puts you to sleep. That sounds annoying. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Uh, Pokemon... The- or not Pokemon. God damn it. Monster, I hope it is. <laughs> the the poisonous yeah. Kazu guy. Oh, that, that guy, yeah, Giganox. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, thing that spawns he was, like babies he everywhere. Was, he was the tapeworm, uh, the tapeworm monster to the uh, uh, what it, the leech monster. So like like, Kazoo and him were so similar. It was oh, obvious yeah. that they replaced. It was so obvious, but like, yeah, I could see him coming back too. Actually, he was pretty, pretty heavily rumored because of uh, the cave environment in the Horfrost Reach. Um, mm-hmm. Originally, a lot of people yeah. were like, "It's got to be a cave monster." It's got to because we don't have one yet. We don't have a straight up cave monster. I think, um, I think that the poison Toby, uh, Viper Toby, kind of ended up taking that cave monster niche. Um, yeah, because he, he is the only monster that lives in the caves. Um, so Viper, Viper Kadashi, um, I think is okay. Um, a- anyways, uh, we're getting all layered armor for Master Rank uh, at the same time. Yes. We're getting this new monster. Um, to me, I think that's the most unexciting and least useful news. I'm okay with having armor <laughs> that looks the way it is when you build it. <laughs> Not that I don't want to look cool, but. But I love fashion building. I mean, we're also going to yeah, get like, the gold macaque used... helm, the rabbit ears, the Kelbian astronaut helmets. Here's the thing, Morg. Fashion hunting used to be cool because you were good enough to do it. Oh. Not not because it was accessible to everyone. Fashion hunters oh. were on the top echelon of hunters because they took the shit armor with shit skills and still beat monsters while looking cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah yeah that definitely was the way to play back then 
And I, I mean, actually, yeah, that that's, used to that's be the, the way veteran. that I played for, yeah, for Freedom Unite. That's what I did. But then after that, then I started realizing that skills were actually important, not the fashion. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, yeah, that's when I started changing the way that I play. But now I can play as Carbon San Diego if I want to because. I can get the red hat, and I can use, like, the Dante stuff in conjunction with, like, the guild uh, hat, whatever it is, and then I can just go mm -hmm. around and be like, yeah, guess where I am. But, yeah. Now, um, that said, I, I do use layered armor as well now, because I do end up getting some just goofy-looking armor sets that I just don't care about. Um, especially when you're in the middle of transitioning from a set to a new one. It looks all goofy mm -hmm. and weird. But I actually, in the end, most of the time, don't end up using layered armor unless I don't like... The one things I don't like is I like having a full helm. I don't like mm -hmm. seeing my character's face at all. I never have. Um, so, which also, uh, I'll get into it in another episode, but, like, we should do a top, like, w like a top ten stupid things people did in games just because they wanted to look cool. Like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, I have so many Monster Hunter stories for that that include some personal friends that were like, I hate you. Stop playing this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not fashion. It's kind of like fashion. It's kind of like fashion hunting because if they weren't good enough to pull it off. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's a that's a topic for another day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like um, I don't think there's a lot of other things of note in there. There's a lot of other <gasps> things, but all the other things just don't seem that important. If you're going we to start can... talking about the room decorations, I'm going to cut no. you off right there. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I was going to talk about the <laughs> beer mug dual blades, man. Now we can okay. smash monsters in the face with beer mugs. Like, All right. like you want there a is, pint? There, <laughs> there, is, or, a, there yeah. is a joke weapon in the in the beer mugs. Dual oh, thank you. I love I that. Mean, uh, I think I love that. I mean, It uh, is good. I mean, the fact that they changed up Alatrion so that, like, you know how back in the old days he used to change, like, his elemental typing and, it you know, you'd be like, oh, great, now, you know, my weapon's is effective. Now they've made it so that it's a supernova move that he does called Eschaton Judgment where he does, like, yeah. massive amounts of damage when he's changing his unstable energies and shit like that and it just... Bleh, and the guy takes a max Man. potion when his health is about to drop and then that health bar drops. It's enough damage to take out two health bars worth of health. It does over 300 damage. Now, let's... Taking into account Lork, elemental resistance Lork, and stuff like that. Yeah, Lord, let's take into account how much armor slash resistance this guy had. Because we don't know. We don't know anything yeah. about the defenses of the player. It's just a trailer. Yeah. Also, um... One thing, I do like that. I do like this sort of supernova when it transitions. And it's going to happen often because that's what mm -hmm. Latrian does. Um, yeah. I do like that you can mitigate it by hitting it with the appropriate elemental weakness while it's in that element. So the more mm -hmm. you weaken its power, the less of a nova it is. I yeah. love that idea. And it's a reverse of like, hey, a deep. it's not like a DPS race to the fact that like, Hey, we need to get this to, you know, to get the monster down. It's like, can you survive this phase? Can you survive this phase? So it's like, mm -hmm. and I, I like how it changes. So you can't just go in with one weapon, <clears throat> Sappy Jiva, and <laughs> and uh, and just have it all right. Like you actually have to coordinate with the team members and say, okay, you're going to bring ice. I'm going to bring fire. You're going to bring water. And you can actually have a variation out there instead of everyone using the same weapon to take him down. It's a brilliant idea to sort of change up the meta of fighting at least this monster. 
Um, I just, I love it. And the fact that, like, you're probably going to be locked out aside from far casting uh, during the fight because Safi Jiva locks you out. You can't go leave unless you far cast. And then even mm-hmm. during certain situations, you're not allowed to far cast. So it, it's, it's, um, I'm happy with what was announced. Um, I, again, I, all, I will always have my gripes because, yeah, I'm just curmudgeon and old in my Monster Hunter days. But, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I like Frostfang. Frostfang looks cool. Um, event quest only, though, seems a little weird. Um, oh, and Guiding Lance changes. That's a huge thing. Actually able to lure out things. I was actually unable to finish yes. the build because we, we could not get a tempered Rotobon. Like, it was just, like, it was so hard for me to decrease my level at the right level to get Rodobon. Rodobon mm-hmm. was actually, to get him tempered was super rare for some reason. It was, like, in this one level, it, this one level of thing, it was good. It was, like, a sweet spot, but it was hard to get it to that sweet spot. And then still have everything else spawn <laughs> in all the other areas. And you were like, no, I just want Rodobon. Please, I just want Rodobon. <laughs> Yeah. Because um, you One, need him for the defensive yeah. necklaces. Um, yeah. It's so really, yeah. Re- yeah, it's really, really funny because I've actually purposely gone out of my way to build, like, a high a high elemental set specifically around dual blades just so that I can deal enough elemental damage to Elatrion. So in that way, I can actually, you know, not have to worry about that stupid supernova. I've been using um, not Safi Jiva dual blades. I've actually been using these things called the Enduring Surrender, which has like a base of 510 dragon element on it. But then with all the stat buffing and stuff like that that I've been doing with it, I've got it up to about 740. I still don't think that's quite enough. <laughs> Oh, if I can get defense? it to like maybe a thousand, if I can get to a thousand dragon damage I... per attack, I'll be happy. Oh, okay, your dragon damage. Sorry, I yeah. misunderstood. I thought your defense, like, dude. My defense is like a thousand three hundred now, and I'm not even oh, trying. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. I've already got a set figured out for it, but it's just I just need the damage, and then I'll be in great shape. I've actually. I actually did this thing where I combined, I think it was for layered armor, it was the Draken armor and Hornitar mixed with some Puke. It's just kind of like this sort of like green theme to it where it's like dark greens and it kind of like flushes out into like this sort of minty green, kind of like how the dual blades look. Um, actually, here, wait, I'm going to see if I can get a copy of the picture. Here, wait, come on. Save, save image as. Yes, please. Please, let me. Oh, yes. Save. Oh, I hope it works. Did it work? Nope. It didn't. It was a WBP. Oh, well. You know what? I'm not even going to worry about it. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, if I could get to like a thousand dragon damage per swing, whoo! Alatron's going to be in for a world of hurt. It's going to be great. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Here, wait. It might work. Oh, it worked! Those beautiful blades. Mm. Yep. So anyways, yeah, that's... That, oh, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. There's more, isn't there? Yes, there is. There is more. Uh, oh, wait, no, yeah. you uh, Craftable lures. Frostang Barioth actually has Punish Draw as a set bonus skill that activates with one piece of armor. 
Yes, yeah, you put on one piece of armor and you get the punishing draw. Yep. Now, now imagine doing that with Frostcraft sets. Now people can do uh, draw attack, uh, greatsword sets, and clutch heavy bowgun and have even more damage on top of their sets just because they get that extra little buff. Ugh, it's going to be beautiful. Ooh. Oh, I can't wait to build that. It's going to be awesome. Oh, was there anything else that we needed to mention? Not as far as I know. I mean, we could go back and look at it, but I'm pretty sure. Like, that was the only things that really stuck out to me. Like, there mm -hmm. was a lot of small, minor things and new DLCs and new dances. Like, we don't mm -hmm. need to go into that. Yeah. That so we know that Alatrion is coming out July the 9th. The Summerfest is coming out July the 22nd. And Frostfang Berioth is coming out August 7th. So, oh, there's going to be I, some stuff kind of dribbling out. I am into the layered armor that is the um, sort of like the sun god gear, of the, mm. like the Mayan stuff. Like the stuff really... <laughs> yeah, the stuff that makes it, you look like an Aztec warrior. That's going to be just super yeah. awesome. Or, what is it, a Samba set? Yeah. Um, oh. There was something else. I can't remember what it was I was going to mention. Uh, some of the pendants are pretty interesting. They've actually made insects. The butterflies. Yeah, butterflies. Yeah. Fulgur bugs and Dracophage bugs. Um, what else? And that's was it. Oh! And oh, so yeah! See, that's and the, the whole roster. <laughs> oh, dang, nabbit. Oh, oh well. Uh, everybody's taking their turn. Anyways, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's There's a big speculation that we're going to get all 14... Uh, weapon types unique with a Latreon because we have seen dual blades and hunting horn, which we had never seen before being teased in the, um, the dev diary. So yeah, that's going to be really I'm, awesome to see. I'm not surprised because Safi also had everything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I would actually be, I would actually be extremely disappointed if there was a weapon left out, honestly. Mm hmm. Yeah. At this point, with any monster being released, aside from maybe Frostfang, because Frostfang is probably just going to have upgrades to what is already Baryoth weapons. Um, maybe. They might also get, like, the Raging Brack and Furious Rajang um, treatment, where it might be, like, its own weapon tree, where it's, like, two weapons. Or maybe just the one. Uh, it really... I wouldn't be surprised if they would get their uh, their own weapon tree, personally. But... Um, we can always hope. We can always hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think that covers that. I don't think we have a lot else to say on. <laughs> no, actually, on. I think we covered pretty much everything. So, yeah. Awesome. I curtailed the more. Woo! Awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Uh, I, I guess I ran out of things. Oh, my God. Oh, other than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mork, it's okay. Yeah. I still love you, but you you go into a lot of detail. <laughs> I know, but I am really actually hyped for the jazz covers of Poke Farm and Yukimo Farm. I I might actually oh. pay money for it. What? That's I already. Might. I mean, I did import the the Swing CD ages ago. That actually, because it was from Japan, it locked my bank account. It was it was a big to do. I hated it. But it yeah. was worth it to have that jazz swing CD in my car for Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's totally worth it. 
All right. Um, so I think that covers us for now. And um, I don't know. We could go back to the recommended games next week or not. I don't know because we, we haven't really talked about next week yet. So we'll see. You know what we could talk about? We could talk about games that should have been abolished. Ooh, yes. What do you mean by that? Absolutely removed. As in, like, they should never have existed. I mean, that's mm. that's going to be a little hard. Like, Shaq-Fu. Shaq-Fu was a terrible game. I, I also... If anybody's th- ever no, played I, it. I'm aware of the game, because it's freaking meme. But, like, I also feel like we're a little overly harsh on, like, anything before, like, 1990. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, I I really don't mean to dump on your idea, Morg, but I I feel like this th- that episode would quickly devolve into us just shitting on EA Sports games. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I would be the lo- only one defending them, and I hate them. <laughs> See, I I nothing them because I I'm so non-sports that like they are just not even on my radar. Actually, I will say I loved NFL Blitz because I, was, I thought it was hilarious that you could rip off of the other players' shirts. I thought it was just so funny. Um, and it, like they were, you could dance in the end zone and then tackle somebody while they were dancing. Um, I do like I do like uh, um, when you add fantasy into like a sport, you know, like the Mario sports. like a uh, Blood Bowl. Um, those are yeah, or Blood Bowl. Yeah. Oh um, yes. Anything like that, like the Mario Tennis, that kind of... Although I'm not a really big fan of Mario Tennis, but I love Mario Golf. But I also like golf in real person. Fun story about Mario Golf. So that game was... That that game was one of like the the games that we all played when uh, when I was living with my college roommates. And there was like four of us in the house together. And uh, my boyfriend and one of our roommates... The two of them just loved playing it, like having a couple beers, some chips, and just playing Mario Golf on like a Saturday afternoon. And one day our GameCube died, and that sucked, but we, we went out and got another GameCube because they were like 40 bucks or whatever. No big deal. But Mario Golf disappeared on yeah. us. And it was like it wasn't in the case the next time they went mm. to go play Mario Golf. And it was gone, just gone. And it remained gone for about seven was or eight years. Until about two months ago, uh, I was unpacking, like, one of the last of our boxes from when I moved last year. But, you know, you never fully unpack, except quarantine, and then you unpack out of boredom. So I was unpacking a box during quarantine, and I found the old GameCube that had just up and died on us one day. And inside of it was Mario Golf. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! That was going to be my suggestion. Is was it, it was in, in the, the old, old GameCube? But we just like we just like yeah. stuck it on a shelf after it died. Oh my god! Didn't even think to check the old game. Yeah, That's and I don't hilarious. know why we didn't think that either. I don't know why that didn't occur to any of us. I mean, gravy. I mean, so so funny story before we sign off here related to that. So, um, I have bought the same CD four different times 
uh, physical copy of it because a lot of times I don't have an ox in my car. I just found the ox in my car like about six <laughs> months ago. So I, I've been buying oh digital. Well, okay, it was in a weird place. Okay, it was in the set like the center thing between the two seats. So you actually have to open up the center like compartment, and it's inside. So what is that this CD you've bought four times? Uh, so it's the first, it's the debut album of All American Rejects. Um, and I have, every time I have got this, because I, I, I like them, it's a sort of punk rock, and I'm not normally into that kind of genre, but I like them. Um, and really, I only really like that CD, their first one. And <laughs> every time I sell a car, I forget it in the CD player. Every time oh my. I have sold three cars and gifted them the all American rejects debut album every time. <laughs> <laughs> the third time I did it, I'm like, I'm an idiot. It was like, I was leaving. <laughs> I was leaving. And I, and I, I have bought it again and it is in the current car. Um, but I don't think I'm hoping I'm not stupid enough to do that again. <laughs> uh so yeah anyways uh i think i think we're good to wrap it up today and um yeah it'll just be a surprise what we're doing next week i guess um so uh thanks for listening folks uh this is fortuan you can catch me at hunter's hub pod uh be looking out for my terror bird article as soon as i can get that out and then um also our adventures of caloran that you guys are players in um seem to be getting those out regularly i was unable to edit a lot this week so i got it out later than usual and that was my fault not people taking too long to give me the audio i was gonna say you are somewhat (laughs) limited by how long it takes people to get you the audios i just send it immediately as soon as i can immediately after we're done recording i'm like save it send it get it out there (laughs) i will say there is a player who hasn't been able to join the past two weeks that is usually the lo- the one that takes the longest to get it. I to. mean, we all know who that However. is. <laughs> and anyone listening know. to this knows who that is. <laughs> yes, you know who you I'm gonna, are. I'm going to keep it under wraps <laughs> as much as I can. Um, but yeah, and 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 and, uh, and I will say that Sage is really good about getting it to me once I ask. He tends to forget like immediately. Sage but a space case. I, some nah. of it's been. I don't. I, I haven't interacted with him much outside of. He's a busy you know, person uh, in his real this. life. Uh, makes sense. Um, so, um, so yeah, like those those are coming out. I think they're they're going well. They're actually doing well in the the podcast like um, numbers as well. They're doing about as good as our normal weekly shows here. So that's better than I thought. Um, so yeah, so there's those. Uh, I will catch you guys on the next quest, and on that quest, where will you be, Morg? Well, you guys can, well, sometimes see me on Twitter. I mean, I sometimes still Twitter binge. Um, I'm also still kind of playing Monster Hunter whenever I try to find time for it. I'm also going to probably be playing Trials of Mana and trying to get back into Call of Pripyat and Freelancer. I've actually got quite a list of games to play. Oh, I think oh we all man, do where, am I, where am I going to find the time to do that and work? Shit. I mean, well, I have, I have pared down to just Diablo and Path of Exile at this point. 
<laughs> I'm like frantically trying to, to get my Path of Exile. I'm trying to get my quarantine games game. all played because I go back to work in a week. And by back yes, to work, I mean like yes. I actually start work. Yeah, but hey, it's a good job. Yeah, it is. So. It's a real good job. Yay! Oh yeah, and I just recently found my 3DS that I lost like six months ago because I was looking for a charger for my other 3DS, which I had to put on a new Nintendo Network account because I had lost the old one and I couldn't remember my Nintendo Morgan. Network account, so I had to make all of it all new. And now all this was so that way I could transfer some Pokemon from Omega Ruby into Sword and Shield because a friend of mine who was a co-worker kicked my ass with a white curum and I'm still salty about it and I I, I want to beat him so I have to transfer everything over into Shield now. Morg. I need to beat him. Was your 3DS inside yes. the old GameCube? No. <laughs> but it was in my old backpack that I completely forgot that I even had. Uh, it's funny. You look around, you're yep. like, hey, that dusty old backpack that I haven't touched in seven months, maybe it's got something in it. <laughs> so I looked, and there it was. The good old 3DS. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty happy that I found that. But anyways, yeah, I'll probably be on Twitter. At MorganHay3. You guys know where I am. You know what I tweet about. You know what I send. Food, dogs, cats, majestic animals, paintings, art, sculpture, you know, political stuff, equalism. Good shit. Anyways, yeah. That's, um, that's all. That, yeah. So, Pan, we can find you here and... You can else? find me on Discord. You can find me on the episodes of Con Quests in Caloran or whatever we're calling the D&D game. Is that what we're calling it? Quests in Caloran? I, I've just lightly called it Adventures, Adventures of Caloran. Okay. I don't really that's what have, it was. I haven't... I okay. Really we are, uh, you can find me on Adventures of, in Caloran. You can find me here on Discord. You can find me on Reddit. I'm currently uh, doing a new thing where I'm trying to get one copy of a po of every Pokemon with a hidden ability. So you can find me on r slash Pokemon Trades basically all damn day long trying to get these get this completed before I have to go to work next week. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, I've got a oh, lot yeah. of them. That's a rough one. <laughs> hey, those That's hidden abilities—they're pretty good. They're they pretty good. are. I've got—I've got about a third of all Pokemon with hidden abilities at this point. Jeepers creepers! Wow. Oh, oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I was going to say I yeah. may have a new dog. Yeah, yeah. Fortwan's getting a doggy. <laughs> Yay! I'm oh. adopting. I, I submitted my application today, so. We'll you'll never you'll never find a better friend than a dog unless of course it's a cat that behaves like a dog. I was talking about that earlier. The yep. best dog I ever had, Morg, was a yep. cat that was raised by a shih tzu and he thought he was a shih tzu. Oh. That we, is I amazing. I can't get into this now, so I'll make a super super quick thing about it. I didn't know like I learned about how cats were domesticated and it was because they got a virus that made them not give a fuck. And it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Cats are amazing. <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Toodaloo.